happy wednesday happy hump day i hope you guys are having an amazing week so far my week being described in one word would be warm so as i told you guys the last time we talked i was having my official book launch for my new poetry book through my brown eyes this past saturday on the 26th so i had planned everything out prepared to get there to do everything and when people started coming in i didn't realize just how emotional i would become and it was overwhelming to say the least and i was left speechless so much during that day i was in awe of love and the fact that love is a verb and that actions are amazing i had one of my dad's best friends my uncle it was his birthday and he flew in from new jersey stayed for 3 hours and flew back out to new, Jer- to new jersey just because he wanted to be there to support me if that isn't love i i don't know what is and i'm not interested <laughs> in knowing what is my cousins came from all over taking buses 2 hour bus rides from school i was just in awe and so happy and i know that i'm blessed with amazing people around me but when you can physically quantify them in one space it's it's mind blowing and i just i just know that love is a verb and i felt love this weekend and i still continue to feel love because people who couldn't make it sent sent money to purchase their books i've been dropping off books to people mailing books it's just been amazing and on top of just the support the feedback for my book has been so good like people are really enjoying it it's touching them it's making them think making them side eye shaking some tables and that's exactly what i wanted it to do and on sunday i did a motivational talk on self love and confidence in particular to relationships and that was also so positive and so good this past weekend left me feeling stuck and sh- and shocked i think that's the word shocked is the word in the most positive and happy way possible and that's the reason why i haven't even been able to post anything about it i do not know the words i'm not that person who will usually post on a pistol on social media but i feel like what i've experienced and what i've been seeing over these past few days and few months is a pistol worthy. So I'm still trying to find the words. Hopefully by Friday I'll be able to post something. And for all the people who came out, thank you so 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 much. I've been trying to get through and contact everybody individually, but if I missed anyone and you're listening to this, please accept my apologies and know that my heart is so warm. I'm just feeling like I'm in the pocket of my purpose. And it feels amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it and this is not to brag or to make it seem like life is so good because life is ups and downs and it's what you focus on that magnifies and I've decided this year that I'm just going to focus on all the greatness because there is so much amazing things happening and it would be a disservice and a slap in the face to all the amazing people around me for me to just 
lose sight of all of the greatness and turn negative things into giants in my life. I just refuse to do that. And it's so interesting because yesterday um, I went to drop off a copy of my book to one of my friends and I was kind of just giving him a quick rundown of how 2019 has been so far, starting from Q1 all the way till now, all the ups and downs. And he said something that I think is really important. And he's like, it's not about the situations, it's about how you look at them. And that's the mantra that I've decided to internalize for this year that I have a threshold for the amount of L's that I can take. And once those L's come in different ways outside of my control, I'm not going to allow myself personally to become an L. Even if the situations I'm going through, it would be justified and people would have sympathy if I kind of sat around and did nothing and kind of wallowed. I refuse to be the person who's going to sit around and wallow because there's so much greatness to happen. And I hope you guys take me and my situation and this journey that I've been on as motivation because I'm truly, truly not special. And what I mean by that is that I don't come from a rich family. I don't have a shoe in. I don't have all these connections that get me to where I want to be. I've just literally decided that I'm going to do whatever it takes and have faith in God to do the rest. And this is where I've come to. So if I can do it, don't ever think that any of your dreams or any plans that you have for yourself are too far out of reach because you don't know the right people. You know yourself, your capabilities, and you also know God. And trust me, that is more than enough people to know to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. So I hope you guys also had time to meditate on the words to live by for this past week, which were, if someone makes you feel small, ask yourself why you gave them the power to choose your size. And essentially, this is just about you being a giant in your own eyes. And to say you're a giant in your own eyes is not an ego thing. And it's not for you to compare yourself to others. It's just for you to appreciate and size yourself. I am a giant. So even if somebody tells me about their opinion and it's small, it's not going to change the fact that I'm a giant. And this mindset puts you in a place that also even motivates you to do much more things because since you're not easily swayed by negative comments or positive comments, you're willing, you're, hmm, how do I put this? You're more able to make decisions that you feel strongly about and are able to stand on those decisions despite potential opposition just based on the fact that you have determined your size. So if you do something and or you want to step out and venture into something that may not be well received by everyone, the thought of them not receiving it well will not be strong enough to hinder you from pushing and doing the things you want to do just simply based on the fact that you do not give people the the power to determine your size. And in saying if someone makes you feel small, it's also the fact of if someone makes you feel big because if your self-value is placed in the hands of somebody, so their constant words of affirmation, their encouragement, their essential gassing you up is what makes you feel big, that in itself is also dangerous because what happens when they stop? 
what happens if they don't tell you the words you need to hear will you now shrink and shrivel to nothing because somebody hasn't bolstered you up so it works in both ways if 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 your self-worth is in anyone's hands even if it's in good hands or bad hands the only hands it needs to be in is yours because those are the safest for it to be in and you know yourself more than anybody else even people who know you well there are things thoughts in your mind actions that you never take things that you don't express that they can never fully understand and that alone is enough reason for you to protect your self-worth and your value and make sure that that control is constantly in your hands and not in the hands of anybody else so now i'm just going to get right into our talk for this week and this week we're going to be talking about willing and worthy so while prepping for my relationship talk that i did this past weekend i was listening to music calm music to just kind of mentally put me in the right space to discuss and write a talk that I felt would be beneficial to the audience. And one song that came on was Worth by Kwaku Asante. If I'm not saying it right, apologies to my Ghanians. Um, So in the song, there's a line that he says, um, essentially that, he's giving himself to a person who is willing and worthy and this really struck a chord with me I don't know why I've heard the song hundreds of times and I really love it but for whatever reason maybe because I was in this whole zen relationship mindset it just really got me thinking and what I came to terms with was the fact that in order to start a relationship a healthy relationship as that at that or a successful one willingness and worthiness are two very very key components that are a duo or that are a necessary duo and in thinking about this the reason why i say they're a necessary duo is that one without the other will almost always lead to failure in a relationship and this is any type of relationship friendship romantic relationship family relationship, all types of relationships, willingness and worthiness are two, are an essential duo. So what I'm going to be talking to you guys about today is each part individually. I'm going to break down what I feel they represent and what they mean. And then at the end, I'm just going to quickly wrap up by letting you guys know what happens when there's a break in the duo. So a break in the duo is if you have willingness without worthiness or worthiness without willingness, how these lack of connection can actually lead to difficulties and essentially failure or lack of a relationship. So I'm going to start off with willingness. And what I found with willingness is that it's in the hands of the other person. So for simplicity's sake, these relationships that I'm going to be talking about is you and somebody else. I know that relationships are much more intertwined, multidimensional, multifaceted, many more people, but let's just keep this simple. It's just going to be you and one person. So with that being said, willingness is in the hands of the other person. Willingness is essentially the other person's personal want to do what is required. And in a friendship, what is required might be 
hanging around, calling in a relationship. It might be moral support. It might be love, any, whatever is required of that person is where willingness comes into play. And what is required of them could be what is required from them of them based on what they know is necessary in a relationship with you, what they know is necessary in a relationship in general, and what is required of them can also be the needs and the wants that they know you personally need and what you want or expect from them based on your relationship. I just want to throw it in there before anything that willingness is not ability because, and this is so, so, so important. And I think this is where a lot of people get messed up in relationships because willingness is my want to do what I can do. Ability on the other hand is my physical ability. I don't know what other word to use to actually do what I want to do. And there are people who may be able to do what is required of you, of them from you, but are not willing to do it. And that is where the issue sometimes comes and where I see that a lot of people kind of get it misconstrued because seeing that someone is able to do something and maybe even seeing that they're doing that thing for others does not mean that they are willing to do what whatever it is for you. So willingness is essentially the measure of energy that that will be exerted. So <laughs> that whoever you're dealing with will decide based on a few factors. And these factors can vary from truly liking you, caring, love, energy, sacrifice. They decide how much of their energy they're going to exert towards you and the relationship that you're having. So uh, an example of this could be that you have a friend or you're a friend. So in this scenario, you're the one who has willingness in your hand. And maybe you have four or five different friends. And there are some friends who kind of come to you for all of their relationship issues. And you're more than happy to give them the energy. But there are other friends who you don't have that energy for. You don't have that smoke for. So if they call you, you may not answer their phone. Not because you're unable to deal with whatever it is you know they want to bring to the table, but it's because you're not willing to. You just literally decide that the energy you're going to exert and give them caps off at wherever you feel comfortable and anything over that is you overexerting yourself and you're not willing to do that. So this is where willingness comes in. So after willingness is worthiness and worthiness on the other hand is in our hand and it's a power or decision that we personally possess and one thing I want to say about worthiness is that it's not egotistical and I'm going to start off with that because in discussing well it's not always egotistical it can sometimes be but I just want to start off by saying that because I don't want anybody listening to this to think that gauging people or determining their worthiness is always always comes from a place of ego because realistically, whether you want to admit it or not, we are constantly judging and placing people in a hierarchy of our energy because we're 
we're all one person and whether you like it or not, things are prioritized and some things are not just like some people are prioritized and some people are not. And this usually comes down to worthiness among other things. So when considering worthiness, it's, it's extremely preference based and it's based on our feelings and emotions. So when we have, what we decide to give someone based on how we, how worthy we think they are comes from how we determine what worthiness is. So in a job now, maybe you are getting paid a really low salary and they're asking more of you and you decide that the salary you're getting paid and the company is not worthy of the energy you have. That is based on your feelings, your preferences, and your emotions. So pretty much worthiness is the measure of access that we will grant somebody. So there might be someone in our lives who wants to go further with us, but based on our worthiness or where we place them in terms of how worthy we find them to have access to us, we can cut that off. And this is in many different ways. It's just like jobs, like as the example of jobs, if you don't, if you feel that they're not paying you enough, you're not going to give them access to you, which could mean as soon as five o'clock hits, you're leaving. Even if there's work on the table, you're out of there just because of the fact that you feel that they are not worthy of additional time time from you and worthiness is everything from time to access to discussions to to pretty much anything that involves you putting yourself putting yourself out there or you letting somebody into you so there are some people who you'll tell your deepest darkest secrets whereas there's other people who you'll barely even tell what you did today just because you don't you've gauged their worthiness in terms of how much information of yours you'd like to share with them. And it's interesting because to call it worthiness kind of flips it, which is why I had to precursor by saying it's not always egotistical. But in truth, when we determine the access that we give people to us, it's based on what we think, how worthy they are to have that access to us. So I know we don't usually talk about it in this sense, but for the for the purpose of this conversation and for you to also reconsider how you think and how you operate, it's important to realize that this is worthiness. Even getting out of bed early to make breakfast for somebody when you know you're tired is you deciding that that person is worthy enough for you to sacrifice your sleep to ensure that they're well fed or whatever it is. So With that being said, I'm just going to get right into the breaking down of what happens when these duels are not in line and how this can lead to relationship failure. So the first one I'm going to talk about is willing, willingness without worthiness. So this is essentially someone being willing and able to give you whatever it is they feel you need, but you as a, as the recipient of their willingness do not feel that they are worthy of you giving them that access to you. And the best example of this is people being pursued by somebody and not receiving that attention. So somebody likes you and they're really, really interested in you. They want to take you out. They want to do nice things for you. They want to take care of you. They want to 
spend money, spend time, give their emotions to you, but you're not interested. And what this is usually, as you know, is like the graveyard of DMs, like people constantly messaging you, telling you they're interested, pursuing you and you not being open to receiving what they have. And this in itself will literally kill a relationship before it ever starts because you don't even allow that person in. And that's why it's important to (laughs) realize that these two are like, they literally go hand in hand and it's very difficult to have one without the other and have any success because a relationship can't even start until somebody is willing and worthy. And this is even a job. Many of us who have LinkedIn will be solicited by jobs constantly. They're offering you money, extra money. They're offering you pay. And you're like, I know you're willing to pay me this, but I'm not, I don't want to go to you because I don't want to work for you, which means you're not worthy of my employment, essentially. So willingness without worthiness is a chase where somebody is throwing everything at another person or at another entity and there is no reply because that person is not willing to entertain or to allow that entity access to them. And on the other hand, worthiness without willingness can sometimes actually become a relationship. And I found that worthiness without willingness is something that happens more so over time. And this is like usually the reason why many relationships dissolve because of the fact that you think somebody is worthy. So you've given them access to you. You've you've opened up to them. You've let them in essentially. But this person is not willing to do what is required of them. Maybe able but not willing. And this, and I think in this situation of worthiness without willingness is really where the whole ability thing can kind of get misconstrued. Because if you want to let somebody in and you believe that they're worthy of you, it might be based on their ability or maybe based on what they used to do for you at a point in time when they were willing, or maybe even what you've seen them do for others, which then leads you to know and understand that they are able to actually do the things that you think they're worthy of doing for you in your life. But what happens is that when that person is not willing to do those things for you, you end up accommodating someone who isn't trying to actually fulfill you in whatever way it's needed and this could literally even be a job that dream job that you wanted and you know people are getting paid 70 80 90 thousand a year and you start the job off at maybe 40 thousand knowing that the job has a pay rate well into the hundred thousands that you'd be comfortable with and knowing that they're able to pay the salary just based on the fact that you know people who are receiving that salary. But now it's been two years of you at the job. You you go into a meeting and they give you a $5,000 raise. And you're like, oh, it's okay because I know that they can pay 90 But they might not ever be willing to pay that for you. So at that point, you now have to ask yourself, is my access and the worthiness that I'm putting on this person actually 
granted, actually necessary, and should it continue? And this is where the question really gets tricky and tough because are you going to wait around to hope that somebody might be willing to do what you think they're able to do? Or are you going to take the situation at face value of the fact that they may be able, but they currently aren't willing for me. And I don't know if I am willing to continue to give them this access to me based on the chance that maybe they might change their mind and do what I think they can do. So it's a little, it, it puts you in a precarious space because now you have to kind of make a big decision. And my advice on that is that it's important to take people at face value. Potential is cute and potential is lovely. But as I've said in a previous episode, what if that potential never actually comes to pass? Are you willing to stay and accommodate what you're dealing with right now? And if that's not the case, if you're sitting around unhappy today and giving your access of yourself to a place or a person or a group of people in hopes that when they become what you think they're able to or when they give you what you feel they're able to but are currently not willing to, it'll be great. It might be time for you to take a step back and reassess and reevaluate the situation you're in, especially with, I think, romantic and friendships. It's it's important to not get sucked up into potential so much so that you're waiting on that in exchange for unhappiness now. If, if it's a situation where it's sacrifice, where you still are enjoying yourself, it's safe, it's healthy, that's one thing. But if you're sacrificing and putting yourself through the ringer in hopes that someday it'll be worth it, I suggest to you that that might not be the place you want to be and that there are going to be situations where you will be in a willing and worthy situation that you won't have to kind of wait for the willing forever while exposing yourself to negative and not so favorable situations. So I hope that helps you guys. And (laughs) it was something that I really just, it kind of blew my mind thinking about it. And I just had to share it with you guys in hopes that maybe it'll put things into perspective for you. And you need to also look at your relationships from the willingness side. So the people who you're dealing with, who have expectations of you, see if you're willing to do the things they're they're asking you to do and also give them the benefit of the doubt and give them what they deserve. And if you're not willing to do the things that are required of you in any relationship you're with, maybe it's time to be honest and take a step back. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying no. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm not at that place. Like even as recently as yesterday, I actually had to tell somebody that the requirements that he had of me or that the things that he wanted from me are I'm not at that place right now and I'm not and I wouldn't want to lead him on or have him believe that there's a potential for something that I know there probably won't be a potential for and it might sound harsh but I feel that honesty will cause you a short-term pain more and it's better than kind of leading someone on when you know their expectations for you and you know you're not willing, able, wanting, worthy of doing whatever it is that person has for you to do. So it's just a high ground place to take 
and acknowledging and understanding the dynamics will make it much easier for you to get to that place and have the confidence to be honest with someone even if it might hurt their feelings so yes that's my talk for this week and as i said i hope it really helps you so to end off i'm just going to get right into our words to live by for this week and they are love and stupidity are twins but one is raised by reciprocity and the other by neglect i i don't know i've just been in this whole relationship thing <laughs> for the past few weeks and this quote is something that I just noticed a lot from personal experience and talking with a lot of people love and stupidity in terms of a relationship I believe that they are truly identical twins raised by two different parents because you when you're in a relationship there are things that we do for people that are crazy that that are very sacrificial that are very one-sided and because we're in love because we love the person we don't even think twice about these things we do them and do them and do them over and over and over because that's love and that's what we're feeling but <laughs> when the relationships end and that hindsight starts to kick in of all the things you did you I know many of you have probably said it or have heard people saying, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that for you. I can't believe I did this for that person. I'm so stupid. And the action has not changed. All that has changed is, is what you got in return. So when you love someone, you're able to, you're willing and able to do all the things that you can for them because you know that you're receiving that love back. And the, re the switch from love to stup stupidity happens when you aren't receiving those things back. When you feel neglected, when you feel that's when you feel neglected, that's when you feel used, that's when you feel unloved. So it's just important to realize that love and stupidity are, are twins and that our actions don't change. It's just what we get in return or what we feel like we should have gotten in return that changes. And that is where the feeling of feeling gypped or cheated starts to happen. So I'm saying all of this to say that when we make our decisions in love, even though it blinds, <laughs> make sure they're decisions that you know you're making because of the reason that you feel okay making them. Don't make them with the intent that if this person doesn't do it back to you, you will not be able to reconcile the decisions that you've made because every relationship essentially except for one is going to end in heartbreak. And the worst thing you want is to constantly go through this cycle of feeling stupid over what you've done or feeling like, I can't believe I did that because we are going to do things for people. And the best way to counter that feeling of stupidity is to decide within yourself that I am doing this because it's who I am. And even if this person never does it back to, for me or never pays me back in whatever way I feel that that person should have come through, it's okay because I did this based on who I am and what I represent and what I felt comfortable doing. 
So thank you guys very, very much for listening. Have an amazing week. Please purchase my book. If you have, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. It's available on Amazon. Have a great, great week. Be happy, be healthy, be balanced. And I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.